perhaps to start off at where did when did you get involved and especially with these two buildings so we we were approached uh, on on Wednesday uh, uh, mid morning to early afternoon by people living in the Fetis Mansions building. Mm-hmm. Um, and they approached us to say they were evicted in the early hours of the morning. Um, they didn't know about the eviction order. Uh, they are there, and none of them are in unlawful occupation, either owners or people who have the consent of owners to live in the building, uh, and that they know the eviction has been bought by Mr. Thunderbass. Um, we tried to get the court papers, and we approached the high court urgently. Because when we when we read the court papers, it was very clear that everybody knew that these people are desperately poor, that the eviction will, will, will result in homelessness. The city of Johannesburg had been asked to, to give a report. In their report, the city of Johannesburg said it had no accommodation to provide. With those facts, the court decided to evict in any event without ordering the city to provide accommodation or at least to make the eviction conditional on the provision of alternative accommodation. We approached the High Court. We were heard at 7 o'clock on Wednesday by Judge Van der Linden. Um, and he, he reserved judgment until 10 o'clock on the Thursday, but he ordered the city then and there, after they had given an undertaking and had confirmed that they would be able to accommodate our clients, to accommodate them on the 19th. They informed us that they would be accommodated um, in a piece of land in Gazini on the M2 uh, towards Germiston. We then waited for them to confirm what that would happen. We went to circle that area and found that there was no action. We called the city attorneys, they were responded, until we got a text at uh, 11.47 telling us that the, the city official who was supposed to attend to the matter was no longer answering their phone and that I uh, would have to would have to hear in the next one what would happen. On the Thursday, we went to court, and the court told us that it could not agree to our request to have the clients return to the building because the court took the view that the building um, is, is a death trap and that it was unsafe for The court instead then ordered the city to accommodate them. Now, since since that hearing, we have been waiting for the city to actually provide accommodation, but that hasn't happened. Um, during that, what, what has instead happened is that um, while we're, because we told the city that, look, if you're going to visit us away, they, they're going to accommodate them in, in the Wembley Sports Complex at a, at, next to the Wemmer Shelter that we will provide tents. Uh, we said we, we want to go and see, and then we agreed that we would meet and see what accommodation is available, and we would be, would be able to accommodate everyone. But before we could do so, the Metro Police were shooting our clients at GP Street and forcing them to put their furniture in, in the trucks. Some of our clients had gone to work, others had gone to look for food. Um, but people's things got moved anyway. Mm. Just allow me to uh, come in there. And w- when you started first giving us the explanation, you uh, quoted the name of uh, Mr. Fenderlind or something who was said to be behind the evictions or... Um, Find a boss. Find a boss. Okay, so who is he in the greater scheme of things? So Mr. Find boss was appointed as the administrator of the sectional title. So the building is, is owned in 195... Um, shares as a sectional title scheme, those 195 shares include 177 flats. So in 2016, August, Mr. Van der Bos was appointed as, an, as, a t- as I think, as an, as an interim administrator, and then this, this was confirmed as made permanent later, I think, in, in November. Mm. And he his appointment was sponsored by Fairvest, a company that owns 16 shares in the 195 share uh, sectional title scheme. And the two of them approached the court and sought the eviction. 
and the order that the building is destroyed. Mm. And the the people who are occupying the building were any of them there illegally? Our, our instructions are, are that the, the overwhelming majority have the consent of the actual owners of the individual units mm, to occupy, and is the owners of the individual units as well that were also evicted. So, what is the city now saying with regards to, you know? the accommodation that's being provided because what you were saying is your intervention was to ensure that appropriate alternative accommodation is made available prior to the eviction. So the the first thing is that the the city has has said it has nothing um, that that we think is appropriate, but it has has said that it is is able to provide tents um, on an open, on on a vacant piece of land. And it, it is going to do so in the Wema shelter, but the, 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 the property that at the Wema shelter is, is itself small. Mm. Um, what the city had, had told us on the first day that they had three twenty-five square meter tents available, but we are talking about two hundred fifty-seven people here. So we already said them that that's inadequate, and that in terms of the emergency housing program, you would actually need to provide each family with a twenty-four square meter space, but now it was only providing three of those spaces. When we when we left Wema uh, at, at noon today, the city had pitched up six 25 square meters tents, and there was nothing else. We've been informed by the city that they are now trying to get uh, a, a private suppliers to get them tents where they can accommodate the people. In our view, that is a temporary measure. In effect, in terms of the of the city's own special relocation of activities of policy, that will only last for 72 hours. In the, after that, there's supposed to be a more permanent arrangement, especially if the, the eviction will stand, because people will not be able to live in tents indefinitely. In fact, the emergency housing program itself is very clear that there must be in a place that is lockable, the material they, they, that, that they must be able to withstand the weather. Tents can't withstand the weather.